Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. So happy to join with you in this new year, even though we are not bound by time, we're having an experience of time, and a lot of Course in Miracles students begin the workbook at the beginning of the year, a lot of new Course in Miracles students pick it up and begin to work that workbook, it's an exciting time. And I'm Jennifer Hadley. Our topic today is expansion activation. Expansion activation seems a perfect beginning to our year. This year seems like it's going to be off the hook for our spiritual expansion. So we're claiming that together. And as always, I like to begin everything with a prayer. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart. And let's take that breath of love and gratitude together and be so grateful and so thankful that we can practice A Course in Miracles. We can truly learn to live it and be fully activated in our awareness. In this moment now, we are partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit Self, our true identity, I am that I am recognizing that our true nature is love. We dedicate ourselves to teaching only love. Yes, for that is what we are. We are grateful and thankful to dedicate our time together to our expansion activation. We're cultivating that complete willingness to shed all that no longer serves our life of love and to allow ourselves to live authentically in this world. Yes, we're claiming a new experience for ourselves, knowing that that which is real can never be threatened, and we are that which is real. We are eternal, infinite beings of love and light. We always have been and we always will be. In grace and gratitude, what I know is that we're willing to know this together for each other, for all eternity. (laughs) And we're grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our willingness, the benefits of our expansion activation with everyone because we're one with them. So grateful and thankful to claim our healing now and to allow it to be so. And so it is. Amen. 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 Oh my goodness, so happy (laughs) for this new year, yes, and it's like a reboot, in fact I just did a a workshop uh, or class uh, for inspiration, it's called New Year's Reboot, you can find it at jenniferhadley.com and uh, that's what what I, I think A Course in Miracles is a great tool for is rebooting into our natural state, our natural identity. 
And so uh, today, Spirit guided me to chapter 18 in the text, section 8, 18 and 8. And section 8 is entitled, The Little Garden. Chapter 18 is entitled, The Passing of the Dream. So moving out of identification with the dream. And it begins with, It is only the awareness of the body that makes love seem limited, for the body is a limit on love. The belief in limited love was its origin, and it was made to limit the unlimited. Think not that this is merely allegorical, for it was made to limit you. Can you see yourself within a body? Know yourself as an idea? Um, Excuse me. Can you who see yourself within a body know yourself as an idea? Everything you recognize you identify with externals. Something outside itself. You cannot even think of God without a body or in some form that you think you recognize. So... The body was made for us to experience limitation. The body was made for us to experience limitation. Now, what would be the benefit of that? Let's start with that. Are we being punished? I do not believe we are being punished because I do not believe that God is a punisher. I do not believe that. I never have, I never will. It doesn't make sense to me. If God is perfect love, why would God punish anyone? That's not very loving. And, you know, we we don't learn as well from being punished at all. It's a much harder course of learning than learning from love and kindness and patience and generosity and compassion. And that's the way that God teaches us. That's how we learn. And when I say God teaches us, it's really our own higher self. Call it the Holy Spirit. Call it the I Am Presence. Call it your guardian angel. Call it whatever you will. But it's your own true identity. So we're having this experience. We chose to have an experience of thinking and believing that we're limited. But the good news is we are not And we never will be. We are not. And we never will be. What this section is telling us here. Is that. Because of the way we experience our body. Because of the way we think about our body. That we believe that love is limited. And that we are limited. When in fact we are unlimited love and we are not a body and what I got as I was preparing for our joining together today I understand that this year one of the greatest gifts we can all give ourselves is to really be willing to understand that we are not a body and to stop identifying with our experience in the world of effects 
So I am not a body. I have a body. It's a tool for communication. That's what A Course in Miracles tells us. That's what the body is for, communication. So it is important and valuable to take care of our body so that it can be a very good tool for communication. Let's face it, if our body is screaming at us, it's really an indication that we haven't been listening to our guidance and we've been choosing unloving thoughts. And you know what? It also, in my understanding and my experience, is that oftentimes when there is illness, it's a healing of something that we came to believe in a previous incarnation. And so we're not being punished in this lifetime. You know, there are many, uh, we've all read stories or know someone who uh, ate organic, never smoked, this and that, and took excellent care of their body, was extremely concerned about all those things, and did everything right according to what the ego says good care of the body is. And yet they still got a major illness. So it's not what you eat. It's really not. <laughs> and uh, it's, and I understand that it's how you think about it. It's what you believe about it. It's what you think about it and what you believe about it. And um, one of the things about this section, the little garden, is it makes it points to, in, in my uh, understanding of it, it points me to looking at that movie, The Matrix, which is, a, I think, an awesome movie. And uh, it's a great, The Matrix movie, if you've never seen it, I highly encourage you to see it. Uh, and what it does is, in that movie, if you've never seen it, Basically, there is a alternate reality, if you will, and it's completely an illusion. It's only in the mind. And the people of the earth have been imprisoned by machines, and the machines are using the humans as an energy source, like batteries. And so they've got all the humans in these pods, and their bodies are plugged into all these different things that feed them and care for them so that they are sustained. And their minds, the human beings, their minds are projected into this matrix, this computer matrix. And they're all running this computer software. They think they're having a life in the body, but they're not. It's completely 100% in their mind. Their body is in the pod and they have no idea of it because they go into the pod when they're born. And uh, so, and the story is about uh, someone who breaks out of the, the matrix and r- realizes uh, his true power within the matrix that he as a human being, has an incredible power to use his mind in the matrix to change things in the matrix and to um, 
in a sense, win a war against the machines and reclaim the earth back for humans. So that's that's the story in a nutshell. But it's it's um, it's the Holy Spirit is teaching us all the way through, and one of the great teaching moments in it is when this one character I can't think of his name now he uh, is given a choice. To, he has a choice to either, he's already escaped, he's out of his pod, he's been living as one of the rebels, fighting the machines, and he decides he'd rather live in the Matrix. And in the Matrix, he wants to be a celebrity. And he wants to have lots of money and have everything provided for. So he's willing to p- betray uh, the rebels in order to get back into the matrix and have this illusory fantasy life. And one of the the things that he says is, you know, I really, I like a good steak. And in the rebels are just eating this like protein gruel, this porridge, protein porridge kind of thing. They don't, they live underground, so they don't have any real food like plants and things like that. So he he would rather live in the illusion of having a life than have a real life. And so you see, this is the Holy Spirit teaching us through the movie. And the invitation that I'm putting out there now is to start to look at, really look at, How do you operate in your life as what A Course in Miracles calls the hero of the dream? And this is the work that I'm doing for myself too. It's a constant work is when I can see, oh, if I eat that, it will dull my senses. If I drink that, it will dull my senses. I'm cultivating a a more awakened consciousness So do I really wish to choose to go back asleep a bit more? If I eat that, drink that, do that, then I will have a lower opinion of myself. I will feel like I slipped, like I'm a failure. It's that thing of people making New Year's resolutions. To me, only the ego makes resolutions. Uh, we don't have to resolve things like that. We just we. It's all about making moment by moment choices. So we can say my intention is this year to love my body and recognize that it's a tool for communication, and that it is the deep desire of my heart to love myself free of all the limiting thoughts and beliefs that have been showing up in my body. My body's going to help me do that because when I'm thinking thoughts that aren't true I feel upset I feel hurt I feel sad I feel angry I feel resentful I feel annoyed and frustrated I feel guilty and ashamed I feel jealous whenever I think something that's not true one of these uh, these kinds of thoughts are going to come into my mind and if I believe them if I agree with them my body will start to feel upset I call it the divine alarm clock, starts ringing and my emotions are letting me know when I'm upset that I forgot to choose.
correctly, and I can choose again. And, and that's a, an amazing and wonderful tool. So that's what the emotions are for. And then if we don't correct the emotions at that point, it travels into our physical body. And so uh, I was saying in my New Year's Reboot class that I did on uh, January 1st, and as I said, you can get that on my website, jenniferhadley.com. Uh, one of my, uh, uh, one of my um, favorite and most helpful lessons is Lesson 5. Today's January 5. Uh, and uh, it's, I am never upset for the reason I think. I'm only upset because I'm allowing myself to believe things that aren't true. So you see how it just takes your willingness to say, this is not true. I know that it's not true because I feel upset. That's how I know. I am willing to know the truth. I am willing to only energize the truth. I am willing to release all judgments, all attack thoughts, known and unknown, felt and not felt, seen and not seen, heard and not heard, recognized and unrecognized. I am willing to release all false thoughts and beliefs now. Back to the light. Back to the light. Sending it back to the light. And it's our willingness to practice that that transforms our whole life. And so in the practice in Lesson 5, it talks about there are no small upsets. They are all equally disturbing to my peace of mind. They're all equally disturbing to my peace of mind. So either we're in peace or we're not. It's like you can't ride two horses. You can't serve two masters. You're either in sync with the truth and you're at peace or you don't believe the truth you believe that something you have interpreted the meaning that you have made everything I see only has the meaning I give to it that it's that meaning it's that interpretation that upsets us and even more it's so critical to understand it's not just the meaning that we made of it that upsets us because for anyone who's been practicing this for a while whether they know it or not one of the main causes of our upsets is that we allow ourselves to be upset we allow ourselves to believe the meaning we made of things when we know that's the most destructive thing we can do so going back to it's not about what you eat and what you drink. It's about what's your motivation. Are you doing it from inspiration? Are you doing it because it's divine guidance? Or are you doing it because you have an ulterior motive to drown, to diminish, to uh, escape? The choices that we make in the body, they belie 
our intentions. So what's our intentions? Rather than having resolutions, let's be clear in our intentions and let's energize those intentions every day. Every day. And that's one of the crucial things that we can do in our practice of A Course in Miracles. talks about saying to the Holy Spirit, the higher self, the great mighty I Am presence that we all are, saying first thing in the morning and repeatedly throughout the day, you decide for me. Show me the most loving, generous, kind, patient, compassionate choices. I'm willing to look for a higher choice. This is the spiritual practice that is living A Course in Miracles. So we can read and study A Course in Miracles, but if we're not willing to practice it, nothing changes. Studying A Course in Miracles doesn't change anything. In fact, for a lot of people, and this was me, the ego is totally driving my spiritual practice. I was looking to understand things. I was looking to gather information. I was not really authentically looking to connect with spirit and be guided by spirit. I didn't want spirit's guidance because I wasn't willing to stop doing the things that were blocking the guidance. I liked those things. I liked the searching for the pleasures of the body. And for me, it was food and alcohol, smoking, uh, just the things that I did that felt like pleasure. And that pleasure is a substitute for divine awakening. It's a substitute for accepting the atonement and realizing that this is an illusion. If I'm more interested in the food, the drinks, the activities that bring pleasure than I am in my connection with God. There's my priorities. And it would only be my priority to pleasure the body and even... um, torture the body because some people really torture their bodies with the way they think about them and the way they treat them some people are definitely headed towards uh, death that's their you can tell by what they're choosing that they're intent on it I was talking with my acupuncturist the other day about uh, I was just curious about treating someone who had uh, cirrhosis of the liver because I, I knew someone who had that, and um, uh, we, and I was saying, you know, have you ever worked on someone? Because once someone has that, you know, it's pretty intense. And um, and uh, the person I know actually died from it. And um, we were saying that, you know, if you have cirrhosis of the liver, basically, and you know, you you're drinking to get there. You, you, you kind of really wanted it. And that's the thing is, in every moment, we're choosing that which we really desire. Always. You can tell by your choices what it is you truly desire. So, A Course in Miracles is about opening our mind to the guidance of the higher self. 
And how do we do that? We do that by surrendering the blocks to love. That's the fastest path to our expansion activation is to decide I am willing to let go of the blocks to love so I can be in tune with divine guidance. And once we get into tune with divine guidance, really in tune with it, there's no going back from there because life gets so much easier, happier, better, sweeter. It just, then we start to live the way we're meant to live. But if we operate from the place of the body is the hero of our dream, the body is what we're focused on, making the body beautiful, making the body strong, making the body an enemy, making the body bad and wrong, or trying to drown our feelings rather than recognize the divine alarm clock, then our approach to the body is making it a hero. It's really about putting the spirit in charge of our experience in the body because the body's for communication. The body is for communication. That's what we can wake up to this year. Let me communicate only love. So let me focus on releasing the blocks to love, whatever they are. Whatever they are. Now let me just be clear here that moving out of being a pleasure seeker is about... It doesn't mean you still can't enjoy things. Because I'm I'm not the pleasure seeker that I was. But believe me, I still enjoy things. A lot. In fact, I enjoy them more. Because I feel worthy of them. I feel worthy of my wonderful experiences. And I'm not wondering when are they going to end. And I'm not making them the only source of good in my life. All right, so (laughs) expansion activation. I've got a lot more to share. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley and our topic today is Expansion Activation. <laughs> and we're looking at chapter 18, section 8, and it's right after the I Need Do Nothing section, which I've done uh, an episode on some time ago. There's more than 200 episodes in the archives of this broadcast, so you can go and download them all for free. You can subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and Stitcher, depending on what kind of a phone or a computer you have, and uh, get all those downloads right away and sort through the many episodes to support you in living A Course of Miracles. And also, I'm going to mention today that uh, 
my year-long course, my Masterful Living course, which is about this practical application, really living it, applying it, day in and day out, and getting out of our heads and into our hearts. We start on January 11th. We start this year on January 11th. And so it's a group of people from around the world who are all interested in truly living the teachings and who have varying degrees of willingness. And it's amazing how we come together as a group and we create a group energy that's extraordinary. It's absolutely so powerful because we all join together in our little bit of willingness and we experience many amazing and miraculous results. So if you'd like uh, support on a daily level, uh, check out my Masterful Living course at jenniferhadley.com. If it's right for you, you'll absolutely know it. And uh, it's a year, just like A Course of Miracles is a year. And it's uh, I've had many Course of Miracles students Uh, In fact, I think mostly Course in Miracles have taken this class over the last number of years, and they have uh, all told me that it really helped them to live the course and really embody the teachings. So if it's right for you, you'll know that. So the body is a limit on love. We, We are not interested in having any limits on love, so we can stop identifying with the body and move out of that identification. In paragraph 2 here it says the body cannot know and while you limit your awareness to its tiny senses you will not see the grandeur that surrounds you. So if we choose to identify with limitation we won't see the grandeur that is our real life. And so everything we can do to disidentify with the body is really helpful really helpful. And at this time of year, a lot of people are making resolutions, intentions to shift how they treat their body, which is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. In fact, in my Masterful Living course this year, we're going to do a whole section on loving the body and healing the body. And because it's such a great tool to work with that way, because we travel in it, (laughs) or so we think, every minute of every day, or so we think. And so it's a great uh, tool for us. And it says here, God cannot come into a body, nor can you join him there. Why? Because it's an illusion. So we're not here. And yet, if you think of the prayer on page 28, I am here only to be truly helpful. And the one who sent me will lead me and guide me. Okay, so we're here, but we're not here. We're having an experience of thinking that we're here for the purpose of remembering our true identity and expressing it in this experience. So this is all, it's a school of learning. We learn to experience being the God of our world because what we see is our projection. Limits on love will always seem to shut God out and keep you apart from God. The body is a tiny fence around a little part of a glorious and complete idea. 
The body is a tiny fence around a little part of a glorious and complete idea. That's what we are, a glorious and complete idea. And the only reason we're not experiencing the magnificence of it is because we don't believe it. Why don't we believe it? Because we haven't been willing to believe it about our brothers and sisters. Because we have chosen to be mean and unkind and not compassionate, not honoring, not keeping our agreements, not having faith. All these choices that we've willingly made have Corrupted our mind, just waiting for Spirit to give me the word there. Corrupted our mind to believe that we are a body. So this year, what I'm getting for us is if we really focus on, I am not a body. I am perfect spirit. I'm already free. I'm already as holy as holy can be. This is one of the main teachings of A Course in Miracles. You've forgotten that you're already as holy. Stop trying to be better, holy all of that because when we're coming from that angle that there's something wrong with us that we're bad that we need to be fixed that we don't have what it takes all of these false beliefs when we believe them then we think we have to get somewhere but all that we must do in our human experience in order to accept the atonement for ourselves to wake up and see the illusion for what it is is to recognize that none of that belief is true. No matter how attached to believing it we are, it's not true. It's like in the movie The Matrix. When the people believe they're in The Matrix, it seems so real to them. But once they pop out of it, then they know it's not real. Then they know it's not real. They have a different choice. They're not living that life at all. Their body's in a pod. So the life that they think that they're living is meaningless. It's meaningless. And that's why A Course in Miracles says this is a meaningless world. Because the meaning only comes from love. If we're not expressing love, sharing love and revealing the spiritual qualities of joy and peace and harmony and freedom, clarity, beauty, these spiritual qualities and more that are our true nature. It's what the Course of Miracles calls the great rays. These spiritual qualities are our true nature. If we're not expressing them, then what we are expressing has no meaning. It's meaningless. It's of no value. It's pointless. The only thing it can do is give us experience in this world to help us realize what's real, what's true. So that's what everything is for. That's what everything is for. That's why in, in A Course of Miracles, the lesson, I don't know what anything is for, is so helpful. I don't know what anything is for. I think it's, these people are working against me. I think this is not good for me. I, I think this, I think that, but none of it is true. Only that which is real, eternal, and infinite is true and has meaning. 
So when we express love, when we express beauty, when we express our perfection, then there's meaning. Then there's real value. And there's nothing we can do to change this. So really recognizing that I've made the body the hero of my dream. And the hero of your dream may seem like a villain. For some people, their body seems like a villain. It seems like it's out to get them, that it's not helpful. But you know, one of the things that A Course in Miracles says over and over again is all events, situations, and occurrences are valuable. They are helpful in our path of waking up, that expansion activation. So this year, really choosing to recognize I am not a body and let me discover all the ways I'm identified with the body will catapult us into the awareness of our true reality. That's what A Course in Miracles is about, and we can do it, because we have the perfect guide for us. All that's required is our willingness. The body is a tiny fence around a little part of a glorious and complete idea. It draws a circle, infinitely small, around a very little segment of heaven, splintered from the whole, proclaiming that within it is your kingdom, where God can enter not. You see, and when we're living a life where we're identified with the body on uh, either a conscious or maybe seemingly less conscious level, we're operating from the thought, God has left the building and now I'm in charge. And usually if we're operating from that thought, we also think, I don't have what it takes to be in charge, so, oh my God, oh my God, now what am I going to do? Uh, managing, coping, settling, these become our strategies to be better managers, better copers, and to accept and settle with things as we do not wish them to be, rather than rising into our mighty I am presence and listening to the Holy Spirit and following that guidance, we prefer to drown out the, the, the guidance the feelings, we drown it all out. Because, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So, you're either thinking you're on your own all the time, or you're, you're knowing that you're never alone. This is one of the key teachings of A Course in Miracles. You're never alone, but you can think you're alone. A lot of these things that I'm bringing up are things I've done entire episodes on. So you can find them there in the archive. You can download them all now. Paragraph 3 of the Little Garden. Within this kingdom, the ego rules, and cruelly. Don't we know it? And to defend this little speck of dust, it bids you fight against the universe. One of the, the um, thoughts that has helped me so much over the last uh, 20 or 25 years is the thought, God is for me, therefore nothing can be against me. God is for me, therefore nothing can be against me. God is all that there is, therefore everything is for me. Everything works together for my good. 
in the Bible it says somewhere all things work together for those who love the Lord all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and what is the Lord the Lord is the great law of life the Lord is the Creator God the essence of our true nature all things work together for those who put God first seek first the kingdom and all else will be added unto you and of course the miracles tells us you are the kingdom you are the treasure it's not outside you it's within you and that the body is the temple that holds that space in the illusion for us so let us treat the temple like a temple but focus on the kingdom the altar of course miracles calls the altar in your heart the fragment of your mind this fragment of your mind the one that uh, seeks to defend and fight against the universe this fragment just a fragment not a big chunk it's just a fragment of your mind is such a tiny part of that could you but appreciate the whole so if we could see the whole of the universe that is working for us always for us always with us everything is perfectly designed for our good lesson 135 paragraph 18 what could you not accept if you but knew that everything was gently planned for your good everything all situations all events all occurrences everything that's happening in your life is gently planned for your good it's being willing in the deepest of challenges and in the smallest of challenges the tiniest frustrations and the complete exhaustion and overwhelm to move into that space of saying this has been gently planned for my good my good is encoded into this experience and I am now willing to receive the full blessings of that good I am willing to receive all the blessings that are mine to receive now Holy Spirit make it so now let me see and receive know and feel and hear all the blessings that are mine to receive in this experience I claim it for my good there is no other way I will stop I will surrender my thoughts of thinking this should not be this is wrong this is bad for I can I am willing at last to see it can only be for my good regardless of the appearances and regardless how I'm thinking of it it can only be for my good let me receive my good that's a deep practice that's a practice to do all day long and you know uh, when I first learned this practice you know how I learned it because I was so uh, I had really said to the divine I am willing to the Holy Spirit I'm willing I'm willing to live of course in miracles I'm willing to truly transform 
I'm willing to release these false thoughts. And of course, I'm still doing that work every day. But I, I, I decided to do that while my mom was experiencing terminal cancer. And so there were so many things that I was seeing in the world, in her body, in the situations and circumstances of our days as I walked with her, talked with her, cared for her. She became completely incapacitated. And to be able to see that everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. Only good was unfolding. And to harvest all the blessings that were encoded into our experience. And my willingness to do that made it the most healing experience of my entire life. I healed so many things in my mind because the circumstances were so visceral. They were so in my face and so relentless that I could have ignored a lot of it. I could have really just said, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not looking at that. I'm, I'm just going to agree. This is horrible. This is terrible. This shouldn't be happening. This is the worst thing ever. But my practice was to say, there's only God here. There's only good here. Everything works together for our collective good. And to know that for my mother, my father, my brother, all of our family. I had to have a rigorous practice. So I learned the value of disciplining my mind. That's what A Course in Miracles was, is. You know, so I was reading those lessons and applying them throughout the day. Definitely. <laughs> For sure. And it's that moment-by-moment practice throughout the day. It's not reading it at the beginning of the day. It's a moment-by-moment practice that transforms your mind, that releases you from the suffering. That's what works. Yes. Yes. All right, so... It says here, and I love this part, it says, This fragment of your mind, the one that thinks the universe is working against you or things should be different, <clears throat> you would see instantly that it is like this, excuse me, this fragment of your mind is such a tiny part of that, of it that could you but appreciate the whole, the whole of your experience, the whole of your mind, you would see instantly that it is like the smallest sunbeam to the sun. Or like the faintest ripple on the surface of the ocean. In its amazing arrogance, this tiny sunbeam has decided it is the sun. This is the ego saying, I am the God of my world. This almost imperceptible ripple hails itself as the ocean. Think how alone and frightened is this little thought, this infinitesimal illusion, holding itself apart from the universe. The sun becomes the sunbeam's enemy then, 
that would not that would devour it and the ocean terrifies the little ripple and wants to swallow it you see so when we identify with the body identify with the ego then we're identifying with the sunbeam the little tiniest sunbeam the littlest ripple thinking that the ocean is going to eliminate it the sun is going to absorb it that or eradicate it and this is how we feel when we're afraid where our our fear is ultimately this thought of annihilation something bad happening something wrong happening well that could only happen to someone who's powerless and if your power comes from the ego trying to figure things out trying to make things happen yeah you're going to feel powerless and you're going to know you're powerless because your power doesn't come from that it comes from divine guidance and inspiration and being in tune with love because that's what you are so divine guidance is the baseline key it's saying to the holy spirit every day you decide for me walk with me talk with me teach me i am willing i'm willing to let go of the illusion that i am a body and i am on my own it says yet neither sun nor ocean is even aware of all this strange meaningless activity right the infinite mind of god doesn't take into account what we're doing in the illusion because it has no value has no meaning it's our experience to help us remember what has meaning but when we are willing to remember what has meaning then our experience becomes meaningful because we're teaching only love and love is always meaningful it's the essence of meaning the sun and the ocean merely continue unaware that they are feared and hated by a tiny segment of themselves even that segment is not lost to them for it could not survive apart from them so we're ne- there's nowhere to go outside of god there is no separation so we're not lost to god and you know one of the things i'll say here is that is we're just coming to a close here that many people get tripped up on and i hear people say to me i'm just trying to figure out what god wants for me god doesn't want anything cuz there's no lack in god so there's no needing and wanting that god has or attributes to you in any way you have an opportunity to realize your god self that's what this experience is for that's what you signed up for it's the perfect experience to help you do that if you choose it so you've already chosen it you've already written a script planned a life that has billions of options in it where you can choose love or you can choose fear in each and every moment so this is the experience it's like uh playing a video game you you can go to the left and go to the right you can jump up high you can try to jump over the fire pit to get there faster you fall in the fire pit you know if you aren't paying attention and all these different things that that's what life is like it's like a video game you've chosen to play this video game 
to have the experience of it, to learn from it. And so, what could God want from you? What could God want from you? Just to experience yourself. Just to experience yourself. To to discover your goodness and who you really are. But the thing is, is... You already are who you really are. You already are the perfect love. You can't change that. That can't. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. So, basically, we're just, it's like, have at it. Have the experience you'd like to have. And so, everything is perfectly designed for us to undo the past, to release the meaning and the decisions and the interpretations that we've made of things in the past. Or we can choose to just energize the past again and again and again. And do that our whole life till we die. It's up to us. It's up to us. Expansion activation. Decide this year that the body is not the hero of the dream. God is. (laughs) You are. Your true identity is, not the body. And one of the ways we do that is through or the only way to do it is through love. Loving our body, loving ourselves, free of all illusions. All right. Wow, that went by so fast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to pray us out here. And also, let me say that this show is produced by Unity Online Radio and the Power of Love Ministry. That's the ministry that I founded. It's a nonprofit organization and we offer many, many free classes and some paid classes like my Masterful Living course that starts on January 11th. And this show is completely funded by listener donations. So if you'd like to make a donation, won't you make one today, right now while you're thinking about it? You can go to jenniferhadley.com and on the tithe page, donation page, you can make a contribution there to help fund this show. And right now I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Let's take a breath of love and gratitude and be so grateful and so thankful that we already are perfect love. We put the Holy Spirit in charge of our life. So grateful and thankful to recognize I am not a body. I am spirit. Holy, perfect, innocent, and free forever. In gratitude we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Have a great rest of your week. I love you. Mwah.